if you hear me! Hello, Flyer fans, and welcome to the second emergency podcast of the season. By God, folks, we had a stunner today, and usually when we have stunners, we don't need an emergency podcast. But in this case, we did. Tyree Kill has officially been traded from the Kansas City Chiefs to the Miami Dolphins for five draft picks. The 29th overall pick, the 50th overall pick, a fourth-round pick in this year's draft, a fourth-round pick in next year's draft, and what I believe is a sixth-round pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. Gentlemen, this is a huge news, not just in NFL circles, but massively for what we're covering, which is chief sports for the most part at this current juncture. Gentlemen, I need your initial thoughts on this blockbuster trade. I'm just trying to think of where to start. I guess where to begin is like we can all agree at like 8 o'clock this morning when the report comes out. Because like, you know, leading up to this, nothing. Like this was not even being talked about, nothing getting leaked. Honestly, the Chiefs were doing an incredible job just keeping this on the DL. And then almost as soon as – I think it was like a two-hour stretch. Like, hey, there's like – actual problems with the negotiations going on two hours later trade confirmed he's gone just wow like that, that was my initial reaction hours. what was that Sam? i said that trade basically happened in two hours which is very un I, I suppose it's not impossible to make a trade happen in two hours but it almost feels like the chiefs knew that this was kind of happening and might have outsourced some feelers in terms of this might have been like something like under the table, like GMs have been talking about for a while, like, Hey, like this may happen. This may be coming up. Just be ready. Like, what would you give for this guy? I'm sure they talk about that stuff. Like, what would you give for Tyreek Hill? What would you give for Travis Kelsey? What would you give for this? You know, I'm sure that conversation happens. I mean, hell Dan Snyder tried calling every, uh, every team and to find a quarterback. And they even asked Patrick Mahomes, like, what would you give for Patrick Mahomes? I'm sure that stuff happens all the time. Yeah, and I mean, like, dude, these GMs are so... There's only 31 other GMs. There's only 31 other people to talk to. So, like, I'm sure that those guys just talk to each other all the time about kind of feeling stuff out. Like, on whether dudes are available and, like, kind of what the price check would be even if they were available... Even if they're not available. So, I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like it felt so sudden, but I just refuse to believe that there was this suddenness right i mean i mean i when it all went down and after hearing like the whole process and everything they left it up to tyreek hill they said hey you know we're gonna trade you it's gonna be one of these two teams i guess the jets were in the race but they offered they didn't even offer a first round pick and i'm glad tyreek Uh, hill they they offered like two really high seconds though yeah yeah okay i think tyreek hill leaving it up to tyreek hill to make it to on the Chiefs in, but I'm also glad that Tyreek Hill did what was better for the Chiefs. I think a first round pick was the better choice. Well, let's not get it twisted here, too. I mean, that whole letting Tyreek choose and Tyreek choosing the better. De- I, I feel like if Tyreek was, because it was reported he was torn, I feel like if your team's going to let you like go get 
paid and they're going to trade you to get paid and you're okay with either, you'll just take the better of the deals. And plus, like, the Dolphins were good last year. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it's a no-brainer football-wise. And, I mean, even city-wise. Like, would you rather live in New York or would you rather live in Miami? I'd rather Well, and Miami. also remember, there's no income tax. If, if you look at his deal, that is pretty much all his money. There's no taxes taken out of it. Oh, exactly. Yeah, he gets all of that guaranteed in a state with holy and, shit. And think if he would have went to yeah. New York, taxes would have been taken out of it, which means he would have been paid less. And who knows if he gets that same type of deal. You know, yeah. I mean? yeah, yeah. Who knows if New York has enough to shell out $120 million? Yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, I mean, like, look, the Chiefs, the Chiefs let Tyreek quote unquote choose. And I mean, that looks good for an organization, right? I mean, like, That's, that, that, you have to look really good in this situation for what kind of move you just made. So I think that's just like the little good publicity stunt there. The good PR. Think about, the, think about the era we're living in right now. Like, I'm going to make an argument that the reason this type of we've seen this this offseason, it's coinciding directly with players having more power than ever before. And yeah. I, I do oh, yeah. think I do think that this is a way for NFL front offices to kind of fight back at that in a way, because I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest, like the Devontae Adams trade from the Packers. If you look at that big picture, I know that they're trying to compete right now and everything, but it, it really seems weird that we haven't seen things like that before. Like an aging receiver at the top of his value getting traded for a haul of draft picks. And they don't have to pay him. Just like all the thing, all of the benefits that has for Green Bay. Yeah, I know. Immediately, you're losing Devontae Adams. Immediately, you're losing Tyreek Hill. But these are also the type of things that happen. I mean, think about the Seahawks trading two first-round picks and paying Jamal Adams. And look at where that got them. Like, I know that safety isn't a valuable position and all that stuff. But, like, it's the same concept of where just eventually – you're paying too much money to too many top players that are sometimes inconsistent producing at that level, especially at positions like quarterback when you're a lot of a function of what's around you. And I just think that now we're kind of starting to see some NFL teams just saying, I love you guys, but you're just not worth that. And it, good for it's the a NFL. Business. Yeah, no, good yeah. for the NFL teams for – Good for the Jets, good for the Dolphins for saying, hey, we're in a different spot than you guys. We can take on this contract. We'll do that. But also good on the Chiefs for saying, like, no, we're, we we can't do that. It's going to – I always view it this way. We talked about Tyron Matthew with, like, we don't want to give him a massive contract and pay him at the top of the market because he's aging and he's probably not going to return that value. I love Tyron Matthew, but we just we just can't. There's so many similarities with Tyree Kill and Tyron Matthew right now. I, it's just that Tyree Kill is, hits closer to our hearts because he plays on the most explosive offense in football. I mean, the one – Yeah, uh, and the fact yeah. that we've held on to him long-term. The one thing that I think we will all miss is his ability to change a game around. His ability to – go from zero to 100 real quick and to score that much needed touchdown or to no, – that- that's the perfect segue because I guess so dolphins are easy. They get a top white. Now they have Jalen Waddle. They have one of the best receivers in the games. 
Tua has no – they just got Teron Armstead. Tua has no excuses. Let's see if Tua's good. Like, it's really easy to see how this affects Miami. Yeah, it, it, it affects them big time. But I think, in my opinion, I think we got the two best years out of Tyreek Hill and his production. Yeah, so I mean, let's talk about that. What's uh, next for the Chiefs? How does this change the Chiefs and Tyreek Hill? Well, okay. I mean, what changes for the Chiefs is they got the 50th pick in the draft, draft and the 29th pick in the draft. And what is considered a very deep draft because of all the players that stayed for COVID years. So... I mean, yes, it sucks to lose Tyreek, and it, I mean, it really sucks. Like, it hits close to home, too, but when you have a draft this deep that will have so many quality starters, and you have a quarterback that you've paid, and you're paying a premium at a position that normally you don't pay that at, at like, tight end, mm-hmm. then suddenly having more high draft choices I think it's like six in the top 103, so basically six top 100 picks. Right. That really allows you to completely fill out your roster. Well, and, and let's if not we look, if we, we did if, at the offensive line last year too. Yeah, and if you look yeah. at every every the chief that Brett Feach has been here, 2018 or yeah, it was 2018 when the Chiefs defense fumbled against the Pats, complete overhaul of the defense. Then you got to the Super Bowl, they kind of, yeah they kind of did made some minor changes there. Then you got uh, the year after that where the O-line was just awful against the Bucks. Complete overhaul of the offensive line. Now this year, I want to point out, we did not have a receiver with even – we did not have a receiver past 2023. And that just confirms that we still don't have a receiver past 2023. So I think – I'm not even shocked that they spend back-to-back picks on the receiver now. Just so that way we have that future. Yeah. yeah. Let's get the obvious out of the way. We're not re- like like for like. We aren't replacing Tyreek Hill. No, I don't think any Chiefs fan, any football analyst, the Kansas City Chiefs are expecting that. That's just not not what we should be banking for. What we should be banking for is hitting on multiple draft picks at valuable positions that can include wide receiver. But let's make up the value that Tyreek Hill brought to this team with two B plus receivers, maybe an edge rusher and maybe a corner, because those are all positions that we are just depleted at right now. And now Tyreek Hill is going to give us the opportunity to fix that. I mean, let's think of it this way. Like, what happens if at, like, let's say you trade down from 30, right? So let's say at 29, you take, like, Jihad Dotson, who's, like, considered a fairly decent athlete. You know, he kind of fits what the Chiefs would want to be doing. So you trade down from 30, you get some more picks, you're able to draft some corners, some edge rushers, everything. And then you get like a guy like a Jalen Tolbert, like one of those older dudes, bigger guy, dominated some some, uh, group of five competition at South Alabama. And, you know, both those dudes are decent NFL wide receivers, right? Like both those guys are fine. Yep. Then suddenly you're looking at those two dudes being there in conjunction for five and four years respectively juju on a one-year contract to help ease that transition and travis kelsey and suddenly it looks like you have four viable pass catching options just out of the blue right that's the fun part about the draft is suddenly you know that need that you have is just filled because you filled it with a draft pick right and then you just have to we we 
we were always going to have to draft well with the con with the quarterback on a big contract. That's just exactly. the reality. The, and the, go ahead. Go ahead. No, the one thing that's just upsetting with me is this now proves that Miko Hardman just may be the future. And I don't like to downgrade players like that, but he's got to step up. Like these whole, like, and Tyree kill was the same way at first. It was designated routes, you know, all these screens, all these, you know, RPOs, uh, sweeps and all that. That was Tyree kill at first. He needs to now fill that role. He needs to now be that explosive player that Tyreek was. I'm, I'm almost for certain that Hardman will have a good season this year because it's a contract year, and all wide receivers have a good year yeah. when it's a contract year. Every single time, With, without fail, it like never doesn't happen. It feels like Juju's one of the only guys I've ever seen that had two contract years and just was hurt or bad in both of them. And now he gets another one. Yeah, now he has another <laughs> he gets one. A, he gets his third option. <laughs> but so I mean, what is? I mean, Tyreek's one of one, right? Yeah. So Tyreek is probably the only Tyreek we've ever seen, like, in NFL history. Like, yeah, you can say, like, Randy Moss is run a one of one, but, like, Randy Moss is – like, DK is kind of similar to Randy Moss in, like, ways, right? Like, there's yeah. really no one – There's really. It's no just one like you can – it's like the comparison of Tom Brady. You can have Tom Brady's skill sets, but the, the uh, ability to play in that mental capacity is different. Yeah, Randy, like Ty- – Tyreek at his size with his speed and his ability to actually like, you know, run routes and catch the ball, like is completely different. Like Marquise Goodwin is just as good of an athlete as Tyreek Hill for the most part. He just doesn't have any of the football like acumen, right? He's not good at football. He's just really, really fast and can kind of catch the ball. Tyreek Hill is the one of one in that standpoint because he, because he is Marquise Goodwin, and he is actually good at football, which makes him elite. The one thing I saw on Twitter that was really I, – I, I really do believe in it is Tyreek Hill will miss Patrick Mahomes more than Patrick Mahomes will miss Tyreek Hill, and I firmly stand by that because Tua – okay, with Tyreek Hill, here's kind of the small little, small little <laughs> minor details. Tyreek Hill is a body catcher. Tua has to throw it on target for him in order to catch it. With Patrick Mahomes, he he knew that Tyreek Hill was that body catcher and could throw it in that spot. Now now right. Tua has to be as accurate as ever. I'm gonna counter you. Okay. So not only I mean, look as far back as what Tyreek was able to do with Alex Smith, as far as like what Tyreek will be able to do. I have no doubt that Tyreek is like a good NFL receiver. The only thing I doubt with what you said about the body catching is a hundred percent spot on, but Tyreek doesn't like win because he's a contested catch guy. He wins because he gets folding chair open. The only negative I could think about Tyreek is like you watch you. Well, you watch some of his best plays and it's honestly confusing why he, why you don't see that every single play. Like truthfully, it's, it's he saves it for that one moment, and it's that highlight moment. The touchdown that he had in the Bills game, where he just ran by everybody, like those type of those in the playoff game, those types of plays make you wonder how does a guy like this not do that every play? And that's honestly the worst thing I can say about Tyree. And it always happens in the fourth yep. quarter. It's like he's like building up for that moment. No, yeah, and like when I you're supposed that. to be ex- when you're supposed to be exhausted too, and he's. 
fucking yeah. flying by everybody. I love Tyreek, but the inconsistency with how he wins is a problem. And like, like I trust down to down what I'm getting from Devontae Adams more than what I'm getting from Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill just has a skill set that is more undefendable at its best than Devontae Adams. That said, I will still take a skill set like Devontae Adams 10 times out of 10. Can, can, but, I, yeah. can, I, can I ask a quick question? So for this, with the new coach in uh, Miami, McDaniels, is it the singular or the it's plural? McDaniel. Well, it's, a, it's the singular yeah. one. Okay. All right, with McDaniel, that, he's got the history of the back, ground and pound, you know, two backs, you know. Is Tyreek Hill going to make that much of a difference, though? I mean, uh, I, they're going to be running the ball. They have, what, way five? Yeah, yeah, I mean, but they're gonna have six running backs on roster. They're gonna have, you know, you have Jay. I get it that you're adding another weapon, but how many yeah, targets but, is he like, actually he would, gonna get? Look at what Debo just did this last year, though. Like, that is true, and I think Jalen Waddle will take over that Debo Samuel role, in my opinion. So, okay, then look at like I mean, look, Miami's offense as a whole gets a boost from just having Tyree Kill. Yes, I, I mean, is Tyree. The the thing is, is Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle both gonna have seasons like they did last year? Probably not. One of them's gonna probably have to take a step back, especially since I think Mike Gesicki is probably going to, you know, continue to improve yep. and continue to get a lot of targets, especially in that George Kittle ish role. But I mean, at the end of the day, like he's not gonna get. You, I don't think he's gonna get targeted as much as he Tyree was with Kill the Chiefs. A top twelve fantasy wide receiver next year i know this isn't a fantasy would, podcast but that's a good way to put just stat accumulation yeah stat accumulation I would say yes i would I say yes really, just based i would say of, no really yeah. I, I, I can understand where you're coming from and so like, from both sides I, I think Hill is just too inconsistent and will be on an offense that isn't explosive enough to like make up the difference in my opinion it's really just that simple and I, I think I, he stretches the field and that makes it easier for them to run, which makes it easier to run play action. I agree with that. I just think getting the ball to Jalen Waddle, using the running backs and all of the other options there is going to be easier. I think that's what Tua is going to prefer. And I think if let, – and let me rephrase this. If uh, Tyree Kill plays the Debo role, which – if he does what Jalen Waddle did last year and Jalen Waddle runs the deep routes, then my thing completely flips. And Tyreek is like one of the best wide receivers production-wise in the NFL, and Jalen Waddle's just useless. I just think that Tyreek Hill is more likely to run the vertical route tree there. Okay. I suppose, I, but I don't know why you pay. I guess in my opinion, I don't know why you essentially it's $120 million guaranteed. I don't know why you pay 120 million guaranteed just to have a vertical field stretcher, even if he's the best vertical you, field stretcher in the, in the world. For the same reason you pay Ian Thomas after he has five misdemeanor charges. Yeah, <laughs> but like this is a completely different front office, though. I like, I know Chris, but... Chris Chris Greer and Joe Doug and Joe Douglas. By the way, speaking of just Tyreek and the Jets being in on him, I love both those GMs. I think both those GMs are awesome. I think they both do very good things. Yeah. But, you, okay. So, um, I go ahead, to get Devin. back to how this is going to affect Patrick Mahomes. Because so, the elephant in the room, 
that no Chiefs fan is going to want to talk about is that we've never seen Patrick Mahomes without the best, probably the best separator in the NFL and the best tight end in the NFL. That also probably happens to be the best separator at tight end in the NFL. The big three. Uh, I mean, we, we saw we, – we won plenty of games when Hill was out three years ago, I think it was. Is that yeah, when we still yeah. have Sammy on the ro- roster? Sammy was always yeah, hurt, Sammy too. Yeah, Sammy was there. Okay. He was always hurt, though. I, 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 mean, I, I just know we won games. I mean, obviously, that was a while ago. I just remember Hill got hurt in the uh, Jags game and missed, like, four or five games. Yeah, that's right. And, I mean, Pat played fine then, in my opinion. Here's my thing, right? And, like, this could just be an awful take. And this might just be me trying to cope with the fact we lost a top five wide receiver in the NFL. But if teams are going to just pay us, or pay us, play us in that too high shell look where we can't push the ball downfield like we like to, then what's the point of having Tyree Kill, right? Yep. What's the point of paying the best field stretcher in the world if – his best asset is just going to get taken away every time and you can't use it. My add-on to that would be, like, I understand you don't want to take the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands and all these things, and we have, like, PTSD from Clyde fumbling against Baltimore. But when teams are playing with five men in the box against us, like, I I don't care who you have at running back. Go get Ronald Jones for $1.00. And just give him one dollar to come here on a fucking contract year. And I know there's a vet min- I know there's a minimum, but you know what I mean. Give him nothing and let him run between the tackles until teams are forced to put men in the box on us. Like we did not utilize that at all in the Bengals game and the playoffs. We didn't utilize that at all last year. I understand you want Patrick Mahomes to have control of a game, but at some point, the like I guess margin for error for passing versus running, it just becomes more efficient to run on the defense because they're not putting anybody in the box trying to stop it. They don't respect your run game at all. Well, and that's my point is if we didn't do it this year, then why are we going to do it next year? Right? That's, yeah. And that's disappointing, so, but yes. Yeah. So it becomes a whole thing of like, what's the point? It's like, yeah, Tyreek is great, but like, if we're not going to be able to use Tyreek to the fullest of his abilities because we're too stubborn to run the offense the way that it should be, then like, why don't we do, like? Then why are we paying him? And then why aren't we getting a bunch of draft picks to not have him on our roster, right? And like yep. again, I love Tyreek. I've been, you know, like we're this is not like a Tyreek slander hour or anything like that. Like that's not what I'm trying to say. And the Chiefs are obviously worse today than they were even, like, 12 hours ago. But at the end of the day, like, you're paying your quarterback a shit ton. You're paying your wide, your tight end a shit ton. Like, we have so many holes in the roster. Like, someone's just going to have to be the sacrificial lamb at this point. Would, would you guys so, – oh, go ahead, Beans. So, my, my question is now, we freed up a lot of cap. I don't know why we didn't do this and – in the first round of free agency, you know, that first wave of players. Well, because why was no, we wouldn't have known. I, I'm convinced, by the way, this just has to be said. Tyreek's agent had to have told him to not sign anything until Adams got his. Because yeah. there's no way Brett Beach that wasn't it, trying his fucking hardest to get him to, to make, agree something like a, like two weeks ago. 
to get paid. I do agree with that because it always seems like that every year. Like, you know, one person signs a record-breaking deal, and then five minutes later, you got that second person signing a new record-breaking deal. Yeah. But uh, it's... Uh, with, I mean, with that and going back to the skill sets thing, like, do you really... It's entirely possible, and I, I hate to say this because we're saying we don't want to slander Tyreek Hill, but Tyreek Hill also has a skill set that like you need to use correctly, if that makes sense. More more so than like than I than I hate to make this comparison, but if you're gonna pay Tyreek Hill like Devontae Adams, Devontae Adams wins in more ways. I don't care what coaching staff has Devontae Adams, it's just like gonna work. Tyreek Hill's not necessarily like that. And like Sam was saying with the cover two, if you put them, if teams bracket them at the line of scrimmage, there's, so, there's many ways to take away Tyreek Hill. We've seen that in games. It can happen. Teams have to be able to use him correctly. And with that as well, like it's entirely possible he goes to Miami, isn't used correctly. And like, we're looking back at this next season saying like, wow, like was Tyreek Hill really a product of the Chiefs offense? Which I don't think that's entirely that's true at all, but I definitely think we use Tyree Kill to the absolute ceiling of his abilities. Oh, absolutely. So do you think, my, my quick question here is, do you think this is a rebuild process, or do you think this is a, we're going to give our no. give it our bet, we're going to give them hell whether we have vet minimums all across the board, or the Chiefs this next, is a retool. Yeah, the, the Chiefs next year got worse. The Chiefs over the next decade got better. I like that. That's that's a very good I, – I like that point like, that you just made I mean, there. Like, being Jeff to think, right, like, you pay Tyree Kill co- that contract, right? And it's four years, and that's tacked on to not this year, but after this year, right? Yeah. So Tyree Kill is going to be 29 next year. So that means you're paying him with that new contract for age 29, 30, 31, and 32. So you're paying him – you're paying a deep threat speed receiver – basically big money like contract into his like early 30s and receivers do hit a wall we don't know when but once they hit that wall they are done leo jones went from like one of the best receivers in the league to like being hurt to like not being that good like two years from now we would be paying a 31 year old wide receiver and a 34 year old tight end the top of their position yeah yeah and like look I, I have more faith that Kelsey can last through because he is what because tight ends just have a Kelsey's game will age better than Tyreek's or at least it should. I shouldn't speak in absolutes because only a set of absolutes. Yeah, and plus someone will find this in like two years and Kelsey will be out of the league and Tyreek Hill will still be just as good as ever. <laughs> yeah. Um but no, like in theory, Kelsey's game should last till like thirty five, thirty six or so. Which his contract then, is until he's 36. That you would expect that to be the ending point of a tight end. Yeah. And, like, Tyreek, like, dude, Tyreek Hill's, like, one, like, freak ACL injury away from losing his best asset. Or, like, having yeah. diminished his best asset, right? If Travis Kelsey tore his ACL tomorrow, the biggest concern would be whether or not he wanted to come back because he's, like, 30-something. Yeah. And so, I, I'm not a doctor here, but, like, those – Lower body injuries like an ACL, he tore an Achilles, whatever. I'm more concerned about his explosiveness than his long speed. And in my opinion, Tyreek's explosiveness, his like uh, 
agility, whatever the word for that is, electricity is So <laughs> electricity, I love that. If he if he that. got a lower body injury, I'm very, very concerned because his lateral movement skills, there we fucking go, would uh take a big hit, and that's what makes Tyree kill Tyree kill. And like yeah. we said before, it's a business. I mean, I, I have said this a thousand times and I will continue to say it. I would have loved to have had Justin Houston, but not on the contract that he was on. So we had yeah. to let him go. I would have loved to have seen Eric Berry continue to play, but not on the contract he was on. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's a business. You got to think of it from a business. People are shitting on Veach. I see a lot of clown uh, pictures of Veach. And it's like, you guys don't understand now, but here in like two to three years, you will. Dude. The Chiefs, the Chiefs are still a playoff team. Surprise! I mean, a lot of ESPN is just doing Ooh. it just to fucking Ooh. talk shit. But I still think they are a playoff team, dude. Like, think about it though. Like, if we find one like really good stud player, like in these first like six picks that we have in the top hundred, if we find like one really good player and like two starters, then like that was worth it. Yeah. Right. You really like realistically, you only need to find one impact player, and and that includes like just in this draft in general. This yeah. draft, you need to find one impact player and like two and a half starters, yeah. And then it's like a success, right? Yes. And and, and like, look, we get it. Like Tyreek Hill's great and everything, but like, you can't pay the receiver that kind of money. You you with everyone else in the division doing what they're doing this year and like in the conference. Right. Yeah. Like this is the, if you're going to like punt a seat, like quote unquote punt a season in terms of like lowering your championship aspirations, this is the one because at this point, all the good quarterbacks in the AFC have not gotten paid yet. Yes. All the AFC quarterbacks are Joe Burrows and your Herberts and your, uh, We'll lump two in there because we're going to hopefully see two uh, be good with Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. Um, and, you know. You have a, a your Lamar, um, Josh, Josh Allen. Yeah, like those dudes like aren't Baker all the way paid yet. Ba- yeah, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> um, no, I, I completely agree with that, Sam. So I guess we're, we're running a little long here. So let's let's just try to wrap this up with two things a right now where do you guys think the chiefs roster is in this division and then what do they need to do through the draft to fix that for this season and do you consider this a winner so i want to throw that in there like i mean i go ahead i Sam. think we got good comp i mean we got good compensation but in a vacuum we lost because i mean we we gave up a top five receiver you know what I mean? Like, yeah. at the end of the day, at the at the very end of the day, while we did get good compensation and have a good chance of kicking, you know, our contention window down the road and reopening it in, like, a year, two, three, or something like that, like, we still did lose one of the best receivers in football. So, I mean, it, it's a loss for right now, but, I mean, if Brett Beach drafts well, then I, I guess we fucking won, so... Yeah, so, that's the way yeah. I look at it. Is the the Chiefs this year lost? The Chiefs over the next decade won. That's really mm-hmm. it's it really is that simple in my brain. And then what was your question again, Gavin? So, two things. One, because in my brain, 
looking at it right now, deleting the draft, which you can't do, but like we don't know what we're going to get from the draft. Do the Chiefs have the fourth best roster in the division currently? Because I would argue that they do. It's close. I think they do. And I, I say that and I duck because some dude in his living room just like threw his flower pot at me. But uh, I mean, are we really better off than the Raiders? Because I think our defenses are similar. If not, the Raiders are better. The Raiders have a better number one receiver. They have a better run game. They have a better number two receiver. That's for sure too. Yeah. The only hey, we got we got Corey Coleman. God damn it! Yeah. Uh, shut up. Yeah. So and that's that's Top the team that's to us. The Raider or the Broncos and. I mean, the Chargers are in their own tier at this point. We go from the tier of being with the Broncos to now, like, duking it out with, are we better than the Raiders? Now, the good part about that is go pick up your flower pot, dude, because we have the draft picks, the opportunity to crawl out of the hole that we've now dug. That's that's what the Raiders don't. And the Raiders don't. That's correct. So how do we fix... The 2022 Chiefs. I think Man, I really want like a segment for next week. I really <laughs> want to redo the draft again. And yeah, I no really... shit. Fuck <laughs> the Chiefs for just they, they were, you know Veach was watching this this episode and was like, you know what? Let's just like throw a wrench in this whole mock draft. That mock draft didn't even stay good for like 24 hours. They said <laughs> we literally did those mock drafts and like 18 hours late. Not even 18. Almost 12 hours later. Like, they were obsolete and out of date. We Okay, I want to point this out real quick. The Chiefs have 12, repeat, 12 draft picks this year. That's good because the Chiefs have so many holes. They just need to get playable players, right? That, like... Like they they've hit over the past couple years, and we're paying this from the sins of the, what was it, 2018 draft where we got Breland Speaks and, God, I can't remember from that draft. I, and, I can't either, but no one was good from it. No, we're paying from – I mean, we got naughty in that one, but we're paying I the guess. sins of that draft. And I think Veach has learned his lesson to let's load the fuck up on draft picks and at least let's hope to get – you know, let's hit 25% of these guys. So if you have more draft picks and you want to hit a 25% rate on that, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I will I mean, say like, – oh, go you ahead, can, You can live – I mean, like, to know Passano is, is an excellent example of, like, we drafted this dude in the second round, and he was like super mid, but he was he was playable. like a six he was like a six round talent player. Like he wasn't yeah. worth the value. The return yeah. wasn't as good. Yes, but like you could play him. Like, yes, he was playable, and in the NFL, that's what you're looking like. You're looking for dudes in the draft that you can play, not awful. because yeah, because most of the dudes who get drafted can't play exactly. So, yeah. um, with that, what was your favorite Tyreek Hill moment? Dibs on going last. All right, Gavin, you want to go first? Um, so this is probably some recency bias, but I don't give a shit. So, in the greatest, what what many people have deemed one of the greatest football games of all time, I mentioned it earlier. The Tyreek Hill catch and just run away from everybody against the Buffalo Bills that helped just lead to a obnoxious amount of points get put up in the last two minutes of that game. Like we can all probably sit here and like tell each other exactly where we're watching that game. And that was one of the moments in that game that just made it so fucking memorable. 
Um, thank you, Tyree Kill. Thank you for the memories that you gave the Chiefs, including the Super Bowl. Um, and thank you for the draft compensation and not the contract that you also gave us. So, All right, I'll go next. So my favorite moment was uh, – he had a lot of fucking moments. Let's not – that. But mm-hmm. one of my, my personal favorite moments, just because of a, like, just from a hilarious perspective, it was when the Chiefs was playing the Vikings and uh, I think Patrick Mahomes uh, was game, but Damian Williams was running the ball. And this was like the longest fucking run in, in a, I don't know if it was NFL, but it was definitely in Chiefs. Uh, I think it's one of the tied for the longest run. Damian Williams is just running up the middle of the field and Tyreek Hill is 20 yards back and catches up on him. And the funny thing is, like, he got, he touches his back and Damian Williams, like, turns around and goes, oh, shit, but finds out it's Tyreek Hill. That had to have been my best moment because that just described Tyreek Hill as, like, a goofball and just his playmaking ability. He caught up 20 yards behind him, and it, that was just a cool moment. Yeah. God, that's a good one. Um, I, I know this is going to be super corny and cliche, but I don't care. Um. I was actually at Super Bowl 54, oh, and so I got to watch the Wasp play live. Oh, fuck. And I can't tell you. Did you just finish how- scenes? I did. I did. That was just <laughs> orgasmic, man. I can't, I can't describe to you the swing in emotions from when Tyreek's uh, second down, first down. Second down play that results in a first down got reversed, and it's third and 10 or third and 15 or whatever the hell yeah, it was. Third and 15. Yeah, third and 15. And I mean, the Super Bowl is on the line at that point. And I'll never forget, to, I'll never forget just Mahomes chucking the ball up like the meme of where it's like, fuck it, Tyreek down there somewhere. And he chucked that bitch up. And Tyreek caught it, and I just remember I was sitting in a crowd of Chiefs fans, and I don't think I've ever felt more relief, excitement, joy, and just every emotion like in the book all at one time. And then my father turns over to me and says, you know, Mahomes underthrew that. That should have been a touchdown. And I literally looked at him like he – was like growing a second head and I was like are you out of your fucking mind like he threw like that ball traveled like 60 yards air yards and he threw it under pressure and Tyreek went and got it oh man yeah I I know that's really kind of a whole Chiefs encompassing play but I mean Tyreek no I mean I said thank you for the Super Bowl and I mean that was the play that made it possible yeah yeah, I mean, Tyreek Hill will forever go down. Go ahead. That was the play that won Patrick Mahomes MVP. That's the play that everybody – I mean, you literally knew – we know the name of the play. Like that yeah. – that. Wasp. They're, yeah. they're, okay, so in the Chiefs stadium, I actually toured the Chiefs facility. This is kind of cool. As you walk in uh, – oh, fuck. What was, the, what was the one in the Super Bowl uh, – in Super Bowl four against the Vikings? Oh, uh, like um, – 69 toss power – toss power trap. Yeah, and Hank Strom is like, we're 69 toss power trap. And that play is in the front of the stadium as you're walking in. And I know that they said on the other side of the stadium, they're putting in the wasp play into like the concrete. So that's that's how much Harry Kill meant to this organization. So, oh, yeah. 
And like what Gavin said, you know, to Tyreek Hill, thank you for all that you have provided. Chiefs fans, I know we're upset now. I know we're trying to find Brett Veach's address and hunt him down and stuff. But it's going to be okay. Yep, yep. It'll be fine. The Chiefs the Chiefs are a fairly well-run organization. We've been fairly well-run ever since the 2000s. I know we've had really bad seasons in there. But for the most part, the Chiefs have played really good football, especially in the 2010s and beyond. So, yep. I, yep, I just want to echo you guys' sentiments. To close out, I want to thank Tyree Kill for an amazing six years of football. We're glad we took a chance on you in the fifth round. We're glad you turned into just more than a punt returner because that's kind of all we thought you were going to be for a while, but... You turned out even better than anyone could ever thought, and we just want to thank you if you're listening. We know you're probably not. You're probably counting stacks, and I don't blame <laughs> you. Yeah. So, congratulations on the well-deserved contract, Tyreek. Thank you for all the wonderful memories, and to everyone listening, thank you for listening to another one of our emergency podcasts. Hopefully, the Chiefs don't make us make another one unless it's a little bit more positive. <laughs> And to that, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe to our podcasting if you enjoy our content. You can follow us on Twitter at at double underscore F3S. And again, thank you so much for listening tonight. Good night.